How to be authentic without feeling fake. Hi everyone, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. My name is Heather Gray. I am a mindset and performance coach over at choosetohaveitall.com where I work with online business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs to help them live their best lives and build their best businesses. Thanks for joining me today. Um, I have an important conversation that I want to start and my guess is, is that it's going to take more than a few episodes to really dig deep and dive in, uh, but we'll see where we can get today. And the conversation I wanted to talk to you about is around this idea of authenticity. I think it's a word that gets thrown a lot in the online space because a lot of people are trying to build their own brands. And in this day and age, a lot of people are building personal brands. And that means they're basically using themselves, their names, their ideas, and their passions to build their own business. So it's not like they're going to work for a product or whatever. They themselves become the product or service, or at least the face of that product or service. And when we talk about marketing and we talk about showing up and we talk about how we're going to let people know who we are, what we do and how we serve, the first word that we often hear about is authenticity or being authentic or just doing you or showing up as yourself. However you phrase it, it's the idea that you have to let people know who you genuinely are, how you serve and what you do in such a way that sets you apart from the crowd. And that's enough to get anyone shaking in their boots. Because here's the thing, when you're putting yourself out there, you're carrying the worry of what the other person might be thinking. What do they need to hear in order to be interested in what it is you offer or in who you are? So people start approaching conversations, they start approaching sales copy, they start approaching the way they show up in um, groups or on forums or in the comments on their blogs or on their videos in such a way that they think other people will like in ways that they think will resonate with their community and they put the focus and the emphasis on the other person. And when they do that, that's usually the moment when they lose their authenticity. Because when you're worried about what other people will think, when you're speaking in such a way because you're trying to get people to want to know more about your services so that you can engage them in a buying or purchasing conversation, you're losing the point of how to show up as yourself. When you edit or censor yourself, you're not showing up. When you're holding back on provocative statements, you're not being authentic. You're playing it safe and you're playing it small. Authenticity is a word a lot of people like to sh like throw about, right? And it's, you know, I have a friend who says, like, not everybody needs to have a homeless in white van story. And basically, it's like kind of making fun of the entrepreneurial space where people need to feel like they have this broke down, heartbroken, gut tearing, you know, soul crushing story to connect with their audience. And the reality is, is that's not what authenticity is. If you're using your story to get likes and shares and attention, you're not being authentic. You're being selfish. When you use your story to illustrate a point, to teach your audience something on a level that they can understand more deeply, more personally, and more intimately, 
That's where you find your authenticity. When you say what you think without censoring, without judging, without blaming, matter-of-factly, that's where you're finding your authenticity. But it's there where people are so scared to show up. And I have some ideas on how we can do that with more efficiency and more honesty. Stay tuned. It seems best to start with what authenticity isn't. Authenticity isn't leading your blog post with, hey, vulnerability alert. Um, when you tell people you're about to be vulnerable, you're advertising the sob story. You're not teaching the sob story. Um, and people may walk away feeling touched that something happened to you, but they're not really going to know who you are, what you do, or how you stand for. And I don't know a single time when I've been vulnerable in a genuine, real way and have felt like I needed to advertise that it was on its way. In fact, usually, my most vulnerable moments aren't prepared, aren't scripted, and they just happen in real time. Authenticity isn't supporting every single thing you see or liking every single comment or showing up in a super positive way all the time. Authenticity isn't playing it safe and just saying the, you know, bread and butter type comments that keep it neutral, that don't start any fires, that don't move the conversation forward. And authenticity isn't self-deprecation, isn't telling people the things that you know about yourself that could be improved or the things you need to learn in an attempt to get people to feel bad about you and to maybe give you a break, cut you some slack, or even make a pity purchase. Authenticity is showing up in the uncensored, unedited version of you unapologetically. Authenticity is knowing that your unique story, your unique experiences, and your unique perspective could alter and improve the life of someone else. And it comes from a responsibility or a feeling that you just might need to share it to make someone else's life better. Authenticity is used to connect. It's not a bridge that is, you know, sort of broken to like sort of say, hey, hi, I'm here. And now like, let's go over this bridge where I make you feel bad about me. So then you purchase on the other side. It's a handshake. It's a way of saying, I connect with you. I've been there. I have a story. Here's mine. What's yours? Authenticity is about genuine human connection. Connecting on a way that invites deeper conversation, deeper awareness, and more insight. A lot of times people use authenticity as a marketing tool and strategy. And then what ends up happening is other people associate that type of behavior with the spammy, sleazy sales conversations. And they say, oh, no, no, I'm not going to throw my personal business out there. I'm not going to share my story. I don't want people to feel manipulated into getting to know me or to buying from me simply because I've seen some of the tough stuff that life has to offer. 
Authenticity is a way of teaching that can leave a memorable impact when you use it effectively and you use it for the right reasons. A lot of times, authenticity comes on the other side of having learned a lesson yourself. Having gone through a hard time, feeling hard things, having your perspective changed or altered, or seeing a new point of view simply because you've gone through something and sharing the lesson. So you don't just share the hard part. You don't just say the hard thing, the challenge, the obstacle, the heartbreak. You share the lessons learned on what you did and how you got to the other side of it. You want to use yourself, your thoughts, your ideas as a way of showing people who you are. Part of that has to be that you stop censoring yourself, that you open up the possibility to be a little provocative, to stop playing it safe, to almost invite conflict or hard conversations into your space so that people can explore the harder topics and can deal with the nitty gritty of life. But when you play safe, when you stay in the middle, people don't know who you are. You may not be, you know, ruffling any feathers, but you're not making any waves either. Authenticity doesn't have to be sharing the worst thing that ever happened to you. Authenticity is about showing people who you are. It's, you know, drawing the outline and then coloring it in and showing people the details. So for example, yeah, some of you have heard my story that I shared at the beginning when I launched the podcast in its first week. And I talked to you about my husband and his spinal cord injury and how it got me to a place where I just recognized that I had a passion for um, choosing happiness, saying yes and going big because I watched him do it. And um, I sort of have been with him through his recovery. And I have other hard stories. And someday I hope to share them when they're relevant to you. But authenticity is also telling you that I'm a New England Patriots fan. And good luck to me because I'm moving cross country to California in a couple of months and I'm not going to be in um, friendly territory for much longer. Um, it's telling you that I'm still a Yankees fan, even though I grew up down, I went to college down the street from Fenway Park, that I really like to cook, um, that um, I'm, I'm the person who is really careful when I see a risky situation with my car. So if I'm not quite sure that I can fit into the parking spot or I'm not sure that I have enough room, I'm going to pay as close attention as possible. I'm going to lower the radio. I'm going to put my hands at 10 and 2 and I'm still going to scratch the car next to me. I'm that girl. I'm that person. Authenticity is showing people the details of your life so that they feel like they know you. Um, it's sharing the hard, sharing the lessons. And obviously, we all get to decide the boundaries connected to that. We all get to decide what's private. And typically for me, 
most often what's private for me are things that I'm currently going through when I'm not quite sure what the lesson is yet when I don't know what my elevator statement takeaway is going to be um, things that are private are also things that affect other people um, there's other people attached to some of my heart stories and even though I'm comfortable sharing they haven't signed up for my life and they may not be comfortable with me sharing so I might not tell some stories if it leaves other people open or vulnerable to judgment. But you want people to know who you are on the level that feels comfortable for you and consistent with your boundaries. When you kind of play what I call the glamour shots image of you, you know, that pretty brand photo where you're walking in a field or you're sitting at the laptop at the cafe and nobody knows you from the next person sitting at a cafe in the, with their laptop or walking the beach or walking in a field, you're failing to connect. It's better to add the details so that the people who need to find you, your people, your tribe, can find you. But what happens a lot of times, particularly when people are in transition, so this, you know, everybody likes to think this is a newbie problem, but I can tell you that I work with multimillionaires now and they struggle with the same exact thing. It's this idea that if I show up as me, Will I lose clients? So newbies are worried about attracting their initial client. People who have established their business and have brought in the money and have established success, they're afraid of losing their following by showing up. So either way, they hold back pieces of themselves because they're worried about their bottom line. But the reality is, is our vibe attracts our tribe. And when you're not saying what you mean and meaning what you say, when you're censoring yourself, when you're keeping the details private because you think no one would care or no one would be interested, you're failing to show up for yourself and you're failing to show up for your business. One of my favorite quotes is from Chris Ducker. He's another entrepreneur in the online space, and he has a youpreneur um, business coaching community. Um, and one of the things that he says is your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. I love that quote. And I, I try really hard to live by it so that um, people, when they are talking about me when I'm not around, kind of have a sense of who I am, what I'm about, and how I serve. And they may not understand what mindset work is, or they may not really understand how it is I help businesses up-level, but they know my deal. They know that I'm trying to inspire people into you know, motivated action. They know that I'm working to help people past fear, that I... You know, I'm personal and engaging and that I use, you, you know, they might not say she uses relationship marketing because that's, you know, the lingo in the business space, but I think that they would be able to say with confidence that I'm relatable. How would people describe you and your brand, who you are, what you do, and how you serve? Do you know? Think about it for a second. And if you're not sure what people would say, I'm going to encourage you to dare greatly and ask. 
to find your trusted people that we've talked about in a couple episodes, your core people whose opinions you respect, whose, um, you know, point of view matters, who understands what it is you're trying to do and the goals you have for yourself and see if they can articulate without you saying a word, who you are, what you do, how you serve. And maybe go one more and say, would you know who my ideal client is? And then see if you know that for yourself. Because people who aren't being authentic, often they, you know what they do sometimes? They hold back. They are so afraid of showing up as themselves that they kind of show up as the every person. So nobody really knows who they are or where they're about or how they're different. But if you find yourself there or you're not sure if you're there, a really good way to figure out what people are you know, sort of imagining about you, thinking of you, or already know about you, a good way to find that stuff out is simply to ask, to say, hey, I'm working really hard on building a personal brand. I want people to know who I am, what I'm about, and how I serve. Based on the content you've read so far or the episodes you've listened to so far, who do you think that is? What's your takeaway? And that's a super vulnerable question. Because we're so afraid that we're going to get the answers back and nobody's going to have a clue. And we're going to find out we've been missing the boat all along. But the reality is, is that in order to genuinely connect, we do have to do a gut check on how we've connected so far. Whether or not we've hit any bullseyes or whether or not we've missed the mark entirely. I also think it's really important to remember that authenticity, like every other decision we make in business, is a choice. It's not a requirement. However, if you choose not to be authentic, if you choose to play in the middle, to play it safe, to never be provocative, to never rock the boat, you have to also accept the natural consequence that comes with staying in the middle. People aren't going to know who you are, what you do, or what you stand for. They may not know how to recommend you or what to recommend you for. But you don't have to go all in on that unless you want to. But if you're going to make the conscious choice to do that, to show up for yourself and your business, you have to do it from genuine intent and purpose. It can't just be because everyone does it. Because the thing that happens, and we've seen this online, those of us in the online space, where one sort of thought leader or thought influencer goes live on Facebook and kind of starts crying and being super emotional. And suddenly, like, you know, within hours, you see other super emotional crying entrepreneurs, or you see an entrepreneur who just slays it and lays down a truth bomb and is super polarizing and super provocative. And suddenly, Every other entrepreneur is in line laying down and, you know, playing their own truth bombs and their own provocative statements. We tend to follow the crowd. We're, and that's, you know, it's usually an attempt to figure out what it is people want. And if we think they need the sentimental sapped story, we're going to give that to them. If we think they need the hard, swift kick in the butt, we're going to give that to them. What I want to challenge you on is what do you want people to say about you when you leave the room? What do you want the message to be? 
And what do you want the story to be? How much of you and who you are and how you move through the world are you really comfortable with people knowing? You get to set and define that boundary, but it has to be a choice and you have to follow that choice with motivated, inspired action. You have to start showing up, sharing stories and anecdotes, lessons learned, funny little moments, share some of the hard stuff. And you know what? Here's the thing I've learned about sharing hard stuff is it's not for the audience. You know, the story of my husband and his spinal cord injury, I was a therapist for 10 years, um, and I kind of hid behind the boundary that therapists have around self-disclosure. It's kind of, you know, quote-unquote, against the rules, if you will, to share personal information, and I used that as an excuse to hide and play small. And when I finally started sharing my story and sharing my other part of my life, the harder part of my life, quite frankly, what I started to realize is I hadn't been sharing my story simply to be a, you know, I hadn't been refraining from sharing my story simply because I was a rule follower or I wanted to be, you know, the most boundary therapist ever. I was afraid of what people would think. Um, because as it was, the people who did know were asking me really hard questions. Do I have a savior complex? Am I staying out of pity? Like, what do I get out of the deal? And I realized that part of the reason why I didn't initially share my story publicly is I didn't want to have to defend the decision. And once I owned it, I was able to share it. But it was a conscious choice. And when I tell you I have gotten way more back from having made that decision for myself than anyone who's heard the story listening. But it starts with a choice and it continues with your follow through. If you're exploring authenticity in your business or authenticity in your personal life, my guess is I've only hit the tip of the iceberg. I've probably hit on a lot of vulnerabilities that you'd rather hide and cover up, and I'm probably revealing some insecurity. If you have any questions on how to apply authenticity to your life or business, I'd really love it if you reached out to me. You can find me at heather at choosetohaveitall.com, or if you simply want to know more about who I am or what I'm about, you can follow my blog over at choosetohaveitall.com forward slash follow. Thanks so much for joining me today. I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow.